We get the jazz hands going. There we go. There goes jazz hands. Baby face doing the baby face jazz hands. <laughs> we are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on, baby face. Do you have your uh, baby face big girl panties on? Always. They're always on. <laughs> okay, cool. I only have one pair, though, so they're getting a little dirty. You only have one pair of panties? <laughs> that is what my mother called a dutty glamour. <laughs> you ever heard of that? No? no, I have no idea what that is. Uh, well, in, in relationship to panties, that's like a girl that just has one pair of panties, doesn't wash them all the time. Yeah, you know, that's, they look that's, cute. Okay. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're live. This is episode 216 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, otherwise, aka also known as <laughs> Panty Patrol. <laughs> And we're in the building. It's Babyface and myself today. We are supposed to be having Brian from uh, Utah Gun Exchange. He's supposed to come on. Uh, we sent out everything to him. I'm not sure what's up with him. Anything could be happening. He could be getting arrested yet again. <laughs> um, Brian's. we were talking about him um, yesterday about the protest in New York. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, no. So I, I don't think I know the guest. Oh, okay. So right. I'm gonna have to, is he was he on YouTube or like um he, he I think Brian owns uh Utah Gun Exchange and he Utah has Gun this Exchange. thing called Huge Tube. So he was supposed to be coming on tonight. I'm trying to figure out whether or not we're going to get him. If not, we'll maybe we'll get someone else to come on, or maybe it'll just be us. And uh we obviously will have to change the title of this because we can't talk about Huge Tube. <laughs> you know, although I'm looking in the chat and I do see the guy from Gunstreamer is in the chat, which is another video platform. You've heard of these video platforms, right? I have no idea. No. Oh, okay. Huge All right. Nope. I haven't heard of yeah. it. Huge. 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 UGE, it looks like. Yeah. UGE. Yes, that's one. And then Gunstreamer is another one. And I and I see the guy from Gunstreamer is in the chat. I don't know. Lola. Uh, let me see. Lola. Yeah, so uh, Gunstreamer's in the chat. Let's see if we can get him on. Maybe we can have like the pl the platforms versus each other, or we can get him. I have no idea. I have no idea. You know, we were talking about this today. The uh, uh, I can, you know, they've released like fifteen hundred uh, top level domains. I just don't see it taking off as Gunstreamers.com unless it's like Gunstreamers.porn or uh, Gunstreamers.dot.dot.hank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the gun streamer thing specifically? You didn't, you didn't listen to what I said. Uh, no, it's, no, sorry. It's all right. Um, no. Yeah, so I've never looked at their site. It's, I'm guessing, a work in progress. It doesn't look bad, though. Yeah, yeah I think what's happening is, you know, um, necessity is the mother of invention. So there's people yep. out there. We're trying to build platforms. There's several of them out there, as we know. I'm on, uh, you're aware of this, I'm on Full 30. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's a bunch of different platforms uh, going on. Um, there's Gunstreamer, there's YouTube, there's a few other ones. YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> right now, right now, this is the wild, wild west, man. Who knows how this is going to settle out? What's going to happen in America? You know, we got like a a, a new person who's going to be taking a seat on the Supreme Court. Yeah, it's a big you deal. So are we are we getting into that straight away or do you want to? Um, you know what? Uh, yes, yeah, so I think we can get into a bunch of things today. There's several things that I want to talk about. Uh, lots of different things going on here. So, you know what? I'm going to shout out real quick everyone that's in the chat. Thanks for you guys being in the chat. I see E-Rock, Christopher William, 
Richard Hughes, speaking of huge, uh, Richard Hughes is in there. Um, STL Storm Spotter, Corey Williams, Sergeant Poppy. Uh, let's see who else. I edit my sub MOA AK, Magnum Boys, Chris Bolas, The Archangel, Armament and Axes, of course, and uh, All Thumbs as well. Uh, Boss Hog, Vanessa Kitty, all the usual suspects, all the usual suspects in the in the chat today. Shout out to all those guys, especially because they're always here when we're doing this. And if I don't start it, they're like, dude, what's up? Where you at? What's going on? <laughs> I see Rodney Brady, Mike Bryant, tacos and French fries. Um, Gunstreamer, as I said, I see him in there. Justin E as well, which I think I just shouted out. Ridge Runner, uh, Charles Grab, the third, it looks like. Uh, Brian <laughs> Quick, <laughs> Moobutt, Kenny Van Cleve, Special K, Jerry Woodman, CB, uh, let's see who else. If I'm, I, I don't want to miss anyone here. Robert, Robert Rodriguez, uh, Midnight Range, TM, Joe Carpenter, Watson Howard, um, John Brown. Uh, I think that's it. If I missed anyone, let me know. I'll definitely shout you out so we can jump into some stuff. See Jumper Killer, QX, the Anku, the Pants, etc. All the good, all the good names. All the people with the best names are in the chat right now. If you guys can, please hit the thumbs ups. Uh, we'll get to some like personal news going on here. You weren't here yesterday. No, no, um, I was not. Yeah, you did come by. Did you come by and visit me yesterday or today? Because I can't remember today. now. No, that was uh, today during lunch. That was, that was today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you like take a nap in between and it feels like yesterday? <laughs> I, no, but just so many things going through my brain. I can't remember. So I don't know if you know this. Babyface, because, um, well, the Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, the channel's been here for a while, right? But we, mm -hmm. do you remember we started using it that day when YouTube pulled us off air, when we were yeah. yep. going live on regular Hank Strange channel? This was the B channel. We didn't really use it, but we had it here. We jumped over here. Well, finally, finally, YouTube has approved us for monetization. Wow, that's good. So are yeah. people seeing ads now? Um, it should be is my my face. Is there an ad right now? I don't know. I know in the background might be something over here. <laughs> Click on it. <laughs> Open it in another way. I don't know. So we so we got monetized. So that's a good thing. Hopefully that'll help grow the channel. If anyone's watching and you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button. You have to hit the notification button. And then inside of the notification button, they've split it. So there's multiple kinds of notifications and you have to you have to switch it to all. It's it's turning into like, are you sure you want to subscribe? Are you sure you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? You really? Sure, These sure? guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to 904 Outdoors. Is, uh, he says uh, he says what's up to you. What's up? Well. 904 is in the chat. So with that, we've got Super Chat going as well. So now we've got Super Chat turned back on. That's a cool thing. Um, you know, we'll have some advertisements coming into the channel and all that. Lola yeah. and I are going to start doing a little bit of organization here to separate things. Um, I think going forward, you'll probably only be able to find the, the complete uh, live broadcast that we cut out the audio and all that on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. But we're, we're going to sort all of that out. So that's just some, some housekeeping stuff as well. And also today... Uh, Mike from ATI Outdoors, a video went live on Hank Strange. Speaking of Hank Strange, video went live of him shooting Sten Gun for the first time. That is, so. it's a real, it's a real treat, you know? 
getting to shoot something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's fun. But you know what? Um, I think what's different from a lot of videos, and you know I always try to leave in mess-ups in the video, mm -hmm. especially when you mess up. <laughs> I, think, I always think that's amusing. <laughs> Just like you think it's amusing when I mess up. What the hell happened to... Speaking of mess ups, Babyface just somehow ejected his own self from the chat. So he'll probably be back here in a second. So anyway, like yeah, I, I said, what wrong. happened to you? I pressed the wrong button. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so I left in stuff that happened with the Sten gun because, you know, um, sometimes it's the ammo, as Walter says, and you got to load yeah. it properly, run into a bunch of different things, mm -hmm. right? So I don't know if that is that just open bolt stuff that you get that a lot with? I, you know, I don't really know. I've... Every time I've run an open bolt gun, it's always been finicky. <laughs> this is the best way to put it. Because I, I think back way back when, um, it's uh, the Sten's 9mm. So I think they, they ran, the 9mm that they used was like a hotter loading. Mm -hmm. um, it's like uh, SMG ammo. SMG 9mm is right. hotter than regular. So if you run it with just regular ammo, sometimes it's a little finicky. Um, okay. Did you guys have it cycle quicker? Because we, we've had um, a skin that goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember which one. By the way, we have uh, Austin is joining us. He's from Gunstreamer. So there he goes. Look at that. He's prepared. He's got a Gunstreamer T-shirt on. He's getting set up. <laughs> I don't know if he he can hear us. Can you hear us good? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Good. Awesome. All right. Great. If you got any little setup things to do, go ahead and do that. Let me uh, let me finish this. Uh, Okay. Like my conscious, my stream of consciousness really quick. You know what's really frustrating? Um, and, and I was trying to capture a little bit of that with the Sten Gun video. And, and Babyface knows this. All the setup that we have to do to shoot video <laughs> is sometimes really annoying. Like if we're trying to get high speed video or we're trying to get it from this special angle. Yeah. So when you when you do all that setup. And then the gun just goes click. <laughs> yes. You know, or just it just sputters a couple of times. It's like, ah, it's frustrating. You've been there a lot. So I don't know. Um, have you ever been there? Austin, right? Yeah, it's Austin. <laughs> yes, Austin. Okay. So um, have you ever been there, man? Um, you know, trying to make the videos and things don't cooperate. You're not having a good day. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. So you know what? Let's uh, introduce you to the folks out there. Uh, tell us who you are and uh, what you represent here. Okay. Um, name is Austin Roberts. Uh, we actually are also based out of Utah. Um, Utah is trying to take over, man. What the hell is going on? Yeah. You know, it was really kind of a coincidence actually, but yeah. So about this title, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. We'll change. We'll, we'll have to change the title here. I don't know what's happening. We were going to have, you know, do you, you guys don't have beef or anything like that, which the huge two no. guys do. You? No. Okay. No. All right. Cool. Times. Yeah. Okay. Stand up awesome. guys. Oh. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. We'll, 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 um, I'll work on that while we're talking here. Oh, I, was just, I was just kind of messing with you. <laughs> right now, if, uh, if, if, if Brian is looking, he's like, what? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Listen, man, this is the, this is show business. The show must go on. So yeah. we're doing the show and you've been in the chat for the last couple of days. So, yeah, you know, we've been yeah, trying to make it happen. It's been kind of a nice little break, you know, here in Utah, we hit five o'clock mm -hmm. on to the Hank Strange show and take a little mm -hmm. break from work. 
Okay, cool. So why don't you explain to myself and Babyface? So you probably never met him either. This is Babyface. Hi, baby. Um, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can tell why we call him Babyface, but um, someone said someone asked me the other day, like, why the hell does Babyface have a beard? And, Marley won't let me shave it, and I, I think it looks better, so it's staying. Yeah, because it's saying that I guess some, someone should not be named Babyface and have a beard. But <laughs> you know, anyway. So Austin, explain to us what Gunstreamer is and how it started, and um, you know exactly what purpose you guys hope to serve. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we have, uh, really just sort of been hobbyists and the YouTube changes that have been coming. It just kind of, it's this, the site, the platform had been kind of an idea, a hobby maybe that we were working on. And then, uh, when March came and YouTube announced even, uh, greater restrictions, we just decided we had to hit the ground running. So, you know, there he is. Uh Oh, Oh, Okay, hold on a second. I just joined another thing. <laughs> oh, boy. What is going on? <laughs> this is guy, so much fun. <laughs> crashing the hey, show. Hey, Austin, how you doing, brother? Brian, what's up, man? Yeah, I just got kicked out of the March for Our Lives event in uh, Clearwater, Florida. Oh. Uh, yeah, we showed up there with our Bearcat and everything, and they didn't know what to do with themselves. And finally... You know, we're out there shaking hands and everybody's looking at us like we're crazy. And and uh, and finally, they come out and say how the property owners asked you to leave. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> cameras running and everything. So then I said, well, yeah, you know, every time we have rallies, everybody's invited. Every time you guys have rallies, only you're invited. And then all of a sudden they want us to come back. So so we worked something out, actually. I told them tomorrow we're going to come early, two hours early and kiss me. And then we're going to have a dialogue with every one of those kids. Oh, uh, good luck. Record it. Oh, okay, cool. So you're, you're in Clearwater. Yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be, Utah Gun Exchange, we're in Florida. We're mobile. We have our videography group. We're on the ground um, participating with the March for Our Lives at every event as they go county by county. You know, I mean, the mission there is... Um, you know, obvious that they're, they're trying to sign up voters and get this state turned blue. So we need to be there to, you know, uh, send a different message. And and I tell you what, if you sign up to vote with UtahGunExchange.com, you get to sign our Bearcat too. <laughs> okay, cool. We were thinking you got we were thinking you got arrested or something. So <laughs> no, that that was the other day. Yeah, that's it. You were in New York City. So so we'll talk about that. I don't know how much time you have. Is it possible that you could turn your camera uh, sideways? That way we can get the uh, the full. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, good. Good. So um, so you're going to have some time, right? Yeah, we're driving to, uh, to an RV park now. So we got quite a while. Okay, cool. And uh, yes, he's definitely in an armored vehicle. We could see that. All right. So uh, before you came on, Austin was explaining what Gunstreamer is. So I'm going to let him do that. And then we'll come back to you and, 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 you know, you can explain to us what you guys are doing, if that's okay. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. All right. Austin's got, Austin's a good guy. Absolutely. That's what he was saying about you. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, so Austin, go ahead, man. Sorry about that. Ex- uh, explain to us what Gunstreamer is and how you started doing that. Yeah, so we, we were we were looking to just kind of find a place, right? We were looking to find a place where anyone can come. Um, 
you know, and it doesn't have to be strictly guns. I know that you asked that on a previous video. Um, you know, we have other videos from hunting, uh, you know, prepping, outdoorsmanship, anything like that. And that's all welcome here. Uh, just, you know, the main point is that we, we wanted a platform where the views, the, the political views or what have you don't come into play on you know, how we operate the business and how we treat our content creators. Right. And that's, that's the most important thing to us is, you know, providing a home for the content creators. Obviously the, the viewers are great. They bring the content creators, bring them with them, but you know, that's our main focus, a, a platform that is as comfortable for people to use as YouTube. Um, okay. We're building towards that. We're working very, very hard on that every day. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where it all started. Uh, we launched uh, late March, um, March 26th. We were able, we were lucky enough to get an app on the Apple store uh, and the Android store, um, you know, not, not too long after that, maybe a month or two. So. Okay, very cool. All right. So um, and and then obviously with with you guys, Brian, I know that you've got Utah Gun Exchange. You also have YouTube. How did you start that? <laughs> well, it's a long story. I mean, YouTube, Utah Gun Exchange, uh, my business partner and I, uh, friends of over 30 years, we got involved in that business. Uh, we bought it from the original founders because, you know, frankly, we're, we're out doing business and doing things legitimately and being squeezed out of business by federal regulations. And we just said, you know, we've had enough of this crap. We got out of uh, our existing business and, and went out and bought Utah Gun Exchange and said, you know, we're going to spend the rest of our lives spreading freedom. Okay. And um, <clears throat> so one of the things, just like Austin was saying, is that anytime you, oops, sorry, shit. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Take it's your time. We fun. understand. This is how it goes down. This just is like what freedom Austin looks like. <laughs> uh, just like Austin was saying, you know, if you're in, if you are in our industry, what you know is that you cannot rely on traditional social media in order to maintain communications with your customer base. So you have to have alternative means of communication for us. <clears throat> that meant we wanted to do big things when it comes to um, protecting, preserving, and enhancing freedom in the United States. Huge Tube, um, along with Huge Mart, which is our next product, were conceived of, you know, before they launched, uh, actually in 2017. We were on a short, uh, slow boat to China when it comes to launching those products, but as soon as the YouTube announcement came out, then we put it in turbo and launched YouTube. Uh, Austin happened to be doing the same thing just a few miles from us. And um, so we're both kind of warriors in, 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 you know, in our own ways and doing a similar thing. Um, you, the Utah Gun Exchange, soon to be United Gun Exchange um, mission is to bring products and services and advertising back to the Second Amendment community. And the simplest way to say that is, when was the last time you were surfing the internet and you saw a banner ad pop up that said, hey, HK's got a new gun out, you've got to click here to take a look at this. The answer to that question is never. 
And that's what we're going to bring to the internet. Okay. Yeah. And I think this kind of, uh, you know, um, also you can feel free to jump in here anytime, Babyface or whoever. I think all of this stuff kind of like crashed together at the same time, right? YouTube's coming down on people where we, they've been doing it for a while and, and lots of people like, man, you know, getting tired of this, you know, it's like we're, we're trying to push a, what is that saying? We're trying to push a snowball uphill. <laughs> I have yeah. not heard that. <laughs> yeah. Some, some kind of, I don't know. Well, some, some, something like that, you know, or trying to push a boulder uphill. I think, I think it's just people feel really frustrated with the way that everything's going. This is stuff that's uh, protected by the constitution, everything we're doing, you know, we're doing it legally. We're, we're, we're businessmen, we're respectful, we're safe, all that kind of stuff, but we keep getting, you know, rocks thrown at us. And so I think to me, it's not, um, I'm not surprised that so many people are starting to do things like this at the same time. Um, do you, do you guys, obviously it seems to me like you guys get along. Do you, do you guys see somewhere in the future, maybe these things join up or, you know, is there a place for everything to exist and people to be able to do what they want to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I think the answer to that question is that, you know, maybe, we, we've been talking, of course, uh, Austin is a talented man, and we have uh, talented folks on our side. I'll tell you, to be honest, right now, um, you know, we are, uh, we're out uh, raising capital to fund this company because the opportunities are just like crazy limitless, you know? I mean, you know, the things, the, 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 the the Make America Great Again community, and that's not our only demographic, but this demographic, basically those that have been labeled deplorables, these people are hungry for a place where they feel accepted. And, you know, Austin and us and other people like us, you know, that's that's what we provide. And only, uh, you know, we, we feel like at Utah Gun Exchange, soon to be United Gun Exchange, we have a very... A, a very large vision. Um, and I think it'd be fantastic if we wind up working together with Austin at some time in the future. Okay, cool. Austin, what do you say to that question? And then also what Brian, you know, what Brian just said. Well, uh, to the question, absolutely. I think that, you know, the, the like you said, the opportunities are coming, they're coming up all over the place and there are opportunities that are coming up sort of because we're forced to do this, right? We're forced to find a place. We're forced to, to find new ways of doing things for the community. Um, and I honestly, I think that the more that we can work together, the better. Right? We don't want to take our community and break them into little pieces, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want to fragment the market. We want to be united. We want to build something for us together that everyone can enjoy, that everyone, you know, whoever wants to be a part of it, absolutely, I think we can work together. Um, and, you know, just to what Brian and his team are working on and what he said, it, you know, it's, it's spot on. He's, they're all working very hard. Um, you know, all of us are working really hard, but yeah, absolutely. I think there's a way that, that many of us in the community can, can work together for the interests of all of us. Yeah. You know what? I think, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I didn't get an opportunity to thank you, but one of the ways that we do this, you guys that are hosting, uh, this podcast that we are helping each other is by doing things like this and talking amongst each other and trying to spread each other's word. The fact is, is that media ignores the efforts that we, that we 
that we go through. You know, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And uh, we can't advertise the way other people can. You can't even put freaking um, AdWords on our websites and make money. You know, the whole system's designed to make it difficult for us. And it is difficult. And so the only way we're going to get this whole thing going back on track is by getting together and uh, for the for the, the common good. I think competition's great. Um, I think we can be co-opters, and uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, you know, I, listen. I think from from my point of view, kind of what you guys are talking about is what I'm trying to do as well, right? You know, we everyone has their own interests. Everyone's you know affiliated with this thing or that thing, but ultimately, we're all in the same boat. If if we lose our rights to the Second Amendment, we're all going down the drain. Not just even us gun guys. I think lots of America is going down the drain, in my personal opinion. Right? I know some people don't agree with that. I think when we lose that, we lose freedom. Um, in a big way, it's what separates us at this point from the rest of the world. And if we don't get together, if we do this where we're kind of like crabs in a barrel and we're fighting each other and destroying each other, it's not going to help. So even for my part, I think it's, you know, it's my responsibility to get out there and listen to, to what other people are doing and expose, you know, whatever audience I have, whoever listens to me, to the options that exist out there. Yeah. Hey, you know, this Second Amendment outreach has been just you know an absolute joy for us um so a couple things about what you just said i think you're exactly right uh, those people who would seek to disarm themselves or disarm others you know they are the people that need us the most they know not what they do i mean when all else fails you have a second amendment um so you know there used to be this process you know, called natural selection. We don't have that anymore. Um, you never disarm. That's unnatural. Um, the other thing is that, you know, carrying a firearm in the defense of others and yourself, it's an act of love. Let me tell you, you know, we went to this LGBT parade in New York City, and I talked to so many people that are part of that community I got to tell you, I, I got no problem representing that I believe that the majority of the LGBT community, contrary to popular belief, is pro-Second Amendment. And the reason I say that is because these people are passionate about their love for their partners. They'll do anything to protect them. And then when you talk start talking about that, all of a sudden, boy, they become real pro-Second Amendment. It's hell yes, baby. I want it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I know I've seen that. Um, I've actually been at YouTube events where I was talking to uh, people that represent the LGBT community and talking to them about guns. You know, they asked me what I do. I said, I do guns. And they're like, yeah, we're into guns. Well, we need those too. People come after us, <laughs> yeah. you know? So they, they realize that they, they have, you know, everyone has the right to exist and be who they are and believe what they believe and live how they want to live if they're not hurting other people. And if other people try to hurt them, they also have the right to defend themselves against that. You know, yeah. so um, someone wants to know if you're in the Bearcat. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna we say, are in the Bearcat. Yeah, there you and go. Uh, That's what it looks like on the inside. I can give you a look. You can kind of see you're, you're looking at the uh, rear of the uh, yeah. normally when you have that view, you're in handcuffs, not in yeah. our case. <laughs> yeah. I can hear <laughs> a police scanner or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. When you have that view in here, you either have a beer in your hand or you're having a good time. 
Uh, okay. No, or, <laughs> it looks good. Um, this is my uh, my partner and girlfriend, Marie, and she's been okay. with us every step of the way. And then okay. out, out front here, we've got, um, we've got a one-ton Ford truck, and we got a 30-foot um, work trailer out there. We have our – you can see it up there in front of us. <laughs> we've got um, our entire videography crew on the road here with us. And if you go to youtube.com, you can see those professional short film documentaries that we're um, putting up there. And also um, we're broadcasting live course on Facebook. And um, that's where you can go and see all those uh, exciting, you know, things happening in New York. You know, guys, I never got arrested in New York. We was only, our civil rights have been violated six ways from sideways. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how New York runs. You, I thought you weren't arrested, but you were technically arrested. Uh, we were reading the article yesterday. So were you, were you put in handcuffs? Were you taken down to a precinct? Yes. So okay. bottom line, what happened was, you know, they were, they were, they, they, they swarmed in around four o'clock. Once their lawyers figured out how to get rid of us, they took the replica firearm off the roof of the Bearcat. They then climbed in the Bearcat, got the keys somehow, drove away with it, didn't ask us or anything. <clears throat> they took all of our camera equipment and our news equipment and our film and our footage. I mean, can you imagine the NYPD hooking up to a News 5 New York uh, news van and, and pulling it away? That's what they did to us. Then they... They, they grabbed my arm, started walking me toward the car and said, you got to come down to the station. I said, are you taking me into custody? They wouldn't answer. And then I said, well, I'm filming this. And I started a film on my camera. They grabbed the camera out of my hand, put me in handcuffs, shoved me in the car, took me down to the station, cleaned me out of everything in my pockets, my jewelry, threw me in the slammer for two hours. All They, they all went outside and took pictures of themselves with the Bearcat. <laughs> of course me. yeah i'm sitting in the jail cell in the nypd 6 district right next to the lobby and i can hear this cop out there saying hey man there's a new bear cat out there oh i i want a photo of that let's go <laughs> it's my it's my bear cat and i'm sitting in their jail cells yeah you know, they took it illegally yeah life has its twists and turns life has its twists and turns okay <laughs> cool yeah. Okay. So, um, Austin, I didn't want to, you know, not give you an opportunity to jump in here, man. I don't know if you had something you wanted to say. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I think one of the, I'm getting a whole bunch of questions for you guys. I'll start with Austin on this one. How exactly are you guys funding these platforms, Austin? So I, I am basically fund, funding the site personally myself. Um, and it hasn't been cheap <laughs> just mm -hmm. least. um so we you know we just as well as brian are you know sort of uh getting ourselves into the uh sort of investment phase um you know we've built some media kits we've got some content together for that and uh i have some high hopes you know we've done we've done pretty well in the, in the past few months um and i think it shows a lot so i think we're going to be okay i you know, I will be able to continue to fund this if need be, um, you know, for as long as it takes. 
Okay, cool. I mean, this is obviously a very uh, expensive, expensive endeavor for anyone to undertake. So um, uh, before I go to Brian, I want I want you to answer that same question. Uh, Armament and Axes gave us five bucks. He says uh, his comment is brown shirt Gestapo. Uh, and then he's got a bunch of question marks and exclamation marks and stuff like that. Um, that's pretty much what that's been going on in New York for a long time. Those guys really don't give a crap about the constitution or anything else. So Brian, how are you guys, how are you guys, uh, funding huge tube? Um, same thing, man. I'll tell you, it, it's beastly. Um, I think, I think Austin is, uh, deploying his technology. However, he's doing that and we're deploying it, um, utilizing, uh, some technologies and choices we've made. You know, I don't know which way is the best way to go, but I know that, um, you know, basically I've bet my whole life on freedom. That's where I'm at. Um, every dime of profit that I made in my prior ventures with my partner and everything, it's been sunk into this. You can't even believe it. I mean, you know, in order to stream this video to people, you know, on basically slow connections, you know, you've got it. You're, you're into this thing, you know, 2 million bucks a year. Just, that's just to keep the doors open. And you, in this world, you have to stream YouTube quality or people don't want to watch. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I think, you know, Austin and I are probably experiencing a lot of the same. You look at this stuff and you say, God, I would give anything to deliver a quality product to our community today that meets and exceeds everybody's expectations. And then there's the realities behind doing that. And they're incredibly challenging. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, I think we're both looking at it. We're saying, man, we want to do this, but we're going to need some help. I mean, we're going to yeah. need some bridge money. It's crazy. Yeah. Everyone, everyone in the community wants it. People keep saying, Oh, we should do this thing. It should be this thing. The one thing about everything in life, it costs one way or the other. It costs. There's nothing that's free. Someone has to pay for it. Someone has to put up their money. People are taking huge risks. You know, they can they can totally lose on this one, uh, which is more likely than winning. That's how that's how it goes in any business that you do. Uh, it's a very expensive endeavor. Yeah, dude. But the thing is, is you look at what's happening with Austin and us, man, we can't fail. This is it. You know, it's like we got Donald Trump in office. We have uh, the winds of conservatism in our backs right now. You know, it's like this is the time. And, um, you know, yeah. failure's not an option. So I got to tell you, man, I, I have no pride in anything. We just want to build these platforms and bring to this industry access to products and services and and video, and we want people to be able to broadcast freedom without fear of political bias or anything. And we just need people to reach out to us and say, hey, I'm a rich patriot and I want to join your cause. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Listen. Wait, where are those people? <laughs> yeah. No, I used to be one of them. Except my partner. <laughs> um, I think there's levels there's levels of wealth here we're talking about look you've got a beautiful woman sitting right next to you if you don't have anything else that's incredibly wealthy 
right? That's a, that's that's a big deal right there. And then the levels go up from that, right? Yes. So there's lots of different levels. So let me ask you guys, and I'll start with Austin again, and then and then we'll come back, Babyface. You know, um, I think you've got some 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 input on this, Babyface. So if you want to, you can jump in mm-hmm. here, um, Austin. What do you guys offer the content creators that are coming to the platform? And how many content creators do you have at this time that are on that are on your um, platform? Okay, um, so. The, the site, I think, and this is something I kind of hit on a little earlier, is the goal, and this is, this is my drive right now, is to get content creators and visitors alike as comfortable with using our platform as they are with technologies they know today, right? So what we have to offer is, I mean, we, we have a pretty close to YouTube experience if we're talking YouTube years ago, and, you know, we're... we're doing our best every day to close it, close that gap to where we get the technology, we get the sophistication that YouTube's at. Obviously, we can't just do it overnight and we can't do it cheaply, right? They've spent millions and millions of dollars on their platform. They have thousands of developers, right? So, so it's really it's a really tough thing to do, but at the same time, it's it's a balancing act. There's just this circle of life in this in this business and it, every every one of the little needs have to be met. Um, you know, we, we have the content creators to answer your next question real quick that we have close to 250 content creators right now that are, that are all primarily focused in the firearms, hunting, outdoors range. Right. Um, and reloading, you know, et cetera. Uh, that's, that's the number we're at right now. We have tens of thousands of videos up, um, and we are constantly tweaking our service every every day you know for our content creators just this week we launched the ability for uh, content creators to unlist their videos or make them private completely um you know and that's just one thing out of things that we do every week to, to make things better for the user obviously we have the app um it's the focus is making them comfortable right and it's something that we're just going to have to keep growing and growing and growing we can't get the viewership that YouTube has overnight, you know? And so obviously the next big step or the next big question mark is monetization. So we basically, our entire team is focused on the monetization aspect right now. We're going to get something for the content creators as soon as we can, you know, if we're not taking any of that money. That money is for the content creators. They're basically the core of our business right now. They're the fuel really. Um, so that's our focus. That's kind of where we're at today. Um, as far as the platform goes, you know, we, we have some little features that are that are really nice. We make it really easy for you know, like YouTube content creators to move their library over. We did for for someone recently, uh, one channel. We imported a thousand videos, and those videos were hosted by our site in an hour. They were the videos themselves were hosted on our site. All of the descriptions come over. All of the titles and tags come over. The whole video comes over. A thousand videos, we did that in an hour. And from that point on, those videos were safe from YouTube. YouTube had no control of them, right? So we make it super easy for someone to come over from YouTube. And then we get, you know, as close to the YouTube experience as we can with the app, with the site. So it's it's an ever-growing process. But we are making big strides. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I've got Clover Tack on here, who's one of your streamers. 
And he says it's uh, very apparent the focus of gun streamers, the creators, and they love it. Um, we've got lots of people here in the chat. You guys should ask me questions right now because I've got these two pioneers right here, these entrepreneurs that are putting their blood, sweat, and tears into building something that you guys all say that you want. I think this is a good opportunity for people out there that have questions to ask me those questions. Um, Brian, we're going to go to you, man. So what are you guys offering the content creators? <laughs> yeah. Like Austin said, man, it's a it's a uh, it's an ecosystem that has to have balance. You got to bring both the viewers and the content creators, and hopefully, you can bring content creators that um, that bring different audiences too. Because a lot of what the gun streamers like is they they want to reach out to new audiences, and that's one of the reasons why they like YouTube is because there's so much new audience available out there yeah instead of being instead of being a limited pond of just gun guys or just motorcycle guys or cigar or whatever it's like the whole ocean of everyone right yeah youtube is everything and um i know and uh, austin has some ideas about his platform doing that there as well youtube is open to everything um not just guns it's it's a our motto is broadcast freedom and our mission is to deliver a youtube quality experience without fear of um you know demonetization <clears throat> we feel like youtube will uh eventually host all sorts of content that is never seen before content because uh, people don't have to play the demonetization game when they create their content. Now, when you say, well, what are you bringing to content creators? Okay, I mean, real, what does a content creator get from Gunstreamer or YouTube right now? They get to post their content without fear that it'll be deleted. <laughs> That's a pretty good damn thing right now because a lot of these guys have invested years of their lives in these channels. And what, what YouTube is doing to them is, is not right. So now <clears throat> it's difficult to pay content creators without advertising. And like I said, we cannot utilize any advertising program or advertising platforms. They, they all shy away from the content. So we have to create our own advertising platforms. And that means we need advertisers to come to us you need the firearms industry right you need the firearms industry what? to get you need the you guys need the firearms industry the industry right manufacturers right. all that kind of stuff to somehow get involved in this and, so, and maybe stop sitting on the sidelines that's right and, and so, so you know, dynamic i mean you can't believe this do you guys know that Google controls 85% of the advertising seen on the internet globally, and they exclude firearms content. So that means that 85% of the world's internet traffic is not seeing advertisements for our products and services. That's what we need to change, but it's gonna be a massive endeavor to create that advertising platform. But you know what? The demographic that we're advertising to is considered by most to be the most attractive demographic on the face of the earth because it primarily consists of 
middle-aged men and women who are shopping for expensive toys utilizing disposable income. And they're very loyal to these products and services. They consider these products and services part of the exercise of their constitutional rights. They're very loyal. So it's a great idea for advertisers to come to platforms like GunStreamer or YouTube because you have the richest audience on earth. Right. And nobody's advertising to them. Right. So have you guys um, have you guys reached out to the firearms industry? Have you spoken to companies? You don't have to say names and stuff like that. I just want to know what kind of feedback you're getting. You know, what's the likelihood of getting these guys on board? The feedback that we get is. I love you guys and I'll I love every single thing that I hear. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, give us your budget. Oh, what budget? (laughs) i'm just laughing because yeah that's a thing yeah yeah so you know it the opportunities are there man i mean they're there for you all know it we all know it the opportunities are there it's just going to take some time it's going to take some bridge capital it's going to take salesmanship business development it's going to take work and that's what we're out doing yeah i think one of the things um i know this from from my side of the table where i sit dealing with manufacturers is that um i think budget wise there's someone over there who usually has uh, a handle on the marketing budget that guy gets that budget he spends it at a certain time of the year. They put that money out there. It's not a thing that they do all through the year. I think they need to change that plan. You know, it's kind of an old school plan. I guess what they used to do is just take all that money and throw it into magazines because they couldn't do TV, really couldn't do a lot of TV advertising or radio advertising. And I think that kind of needs to change. But I, And then I think the other thing as well is you guys need to look at um, – people outside of the firearms industry to advertise because as you're saying this is a this is a, a segment of people that they do that other industries want to advertise to yeah yeah, yeah we've, been, we've been looking in uh a lot of a lot of our viewers a uh, major percent of our viewers are um you know also really into automobiles you know um, mm-hmm. cars tuning, that kind of stuff, you know, we're reaching out to that crowd as well. Um, and it's just, it's just hard. Cause you know, touching back on that ecosystem thing, we've got, we got, we can't get advertisers unless we're big, huge site, mega sites. Right. And then we, we can't get a mega huge site without content creators. And we, you know, if we don't have t- content creators, we don't have viewers. We need all mm-hmm. three of those things to work. And we need, you know, we need, a little bit of patience. We need, you know, we need some time. We're throwing everything we can into this. Um, we're going to, we're going to keep building it no matter what. But mm-hmm. you know, that ecosystem needs to be there, and we need to nurture it and feed it and help work it all together so that it all makes sense for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, it's a, and it's not an easy thing to do. So when you guys look at the um, when you guys look at this, how does that pie chart break out? What's more important? Do you think uh, content creators or the actual eyeballs of people watching stuff, advertisers? How do you think that all figures out? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. 
I think how it all fares out is you got to fight for every single one of them. You just need yeah. as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something to that effect as well. But, you know, our content creators need to know that we're here, right? I'm, it's, I'm so glad to be on the show so they can put a face, they can see, you know, kind of what I've got in mind, answer some questions, because they need to know that we're here, that they can work with us. We're not a corp mega corporation that's going to ignore your needs, right? Your needs are the most important thing to me. And so, you know, we, we can work with you. And we've worked with a few um, content creators on our site that have brought mega loads of traffic to the site. Just a few content creators, you know, out of hundreds. So, you know, if everyone here knows that we're going to work with you, we're going to work on your problems, you let us know what you need, and, you know, we'll rearrange the priorities if we need to. That's the thing is, you know, I think, I think all of the content creators are important. I think all of the viewers are important, but you know the the way that we approach this whole scenery is is key. I think bringing these people in and making it work. Yeah, did you want to add anything to that, Brian? Uh, no, he he's right. I mean, you know, the, the whole thing is challenging. Uh, look, I look at it this way. You know, what Austin and Utah Gun Exchange Gunstreamer are doing guys is, is is revolutionizing it these two things have the opportunity to revolutionize the second amendment industry in the united states we need to <clears throat> we need to become modernized you know the way that the industry operates is you you basically open a brick and mortar store and you hope you're going to sell enough to cover your costs well that's not the way that our economy works anymore you know, and so we have to change that. And, you know, I don't I don't see any other way to do it than just to bust your butt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of hard work. I mean, here's what here's the way that I look at it. I think that um, first you need to have the platform, right? You need to have the platform. That's an incredibly important thing. Lots of people looking for that. That platform, obviously, if you're, you know, unless you're getting some like Elon Musk, uh, Bill Gates, or, you know, whoever's got the, the the deep pockets out there kind of money, you have to start it maybe small focused and then try to grow it out from there. Once you have the platform, you obviously need content. So you need the creators to come there, but you can have all this content if no one looks at it. It doesn't it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If you have lots of eyeballs, if the community, if the people out there that say they need this actually bring their eyeballs, it's like just a click. It's not that they have to physically walk down the street, you know, or get on a bus, get on a train and drive anywhere. It's a click difference that they need to make. But once they start doing that, then I think that the industry, the advertisers out there will come to realize that they don't have a choice. You know that they have to yeah. go. That they have to um, come to these platforms. Well, you know, and you're right. You know, bottom line is, is our 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 industry, our the consumers in our industry. I'm one of them. You're one of them. We all want to buy this stuff. I mean, and we all want to support merchants in our industry, and we all want to buy American. I think it's a match made in heaven. It's just going to take a lot of work, and we're on the right track, all of us here. I think we just have to keep working together and we're doing the right things out there, man. And you know, what's funny I noticed too, is like, we just left this March for our lives event. There's another one going on in parallel. That's nationwide that our company is going to be intersecting with on July 14th. 
in Utah uh, and Austin, you know, help us get the word out on that. Uh, get in touch with Joe. But anyway, um, the, the left, man, the people on the left and the messages on the left, they're so well funded. It's unbelievable. And then you got people like us in Austin are out there scratching the surface, trying to, you know, licking our boots, trying to squeeze every penny to get by. You know, these people on the left, man, these operations are multi-million dollar operations are funding this March for Our Lives thing, man. You know, we do events in Utah. I know what it costs to put on an event. You look at this March for Our Lives, man. <clears throat> this is an anti-Second Amendment rally everywhere they go. This mm -hmm. is a multi, 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 multi-million dollar operation, man. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you, but I think that... Um you know, the the righteous fight, I don't know any other way to put this. The righteous fight is always the hardest one. <laughs> you know, sometimes in life, you know that maybe it's the wrong thing when it's so easy and everyone's like, oh, we're putting money behind this. Why? Why are they funding? You know, why are they funding this so much? Why are they putting so much behind it? It's always going to be a difficult fight. Uh, but, the, but you know, you got to stay in there and actually do it and, and fight the fight. And it's, you know, sometimes you're... Your uh, salvation takes a long time to get here. Look, I was looking at the news today. Did you guys see that Trump pardoned the uh, the ranchers? Did you guys see that? The what? From Oregon, the the, the ranchers. You remember this? Remember the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Tell me about yeah. that. Uh, so the um, you know, Cliven Bundy. Remember that? Yeah. The yeah. whole Bundy ranch thing. Everything that went down yeah. there. So Trump today pardoned those guys. Oh. You know. That's something that seemed like it would be impossible a couple of years ago, right? When you're looking at all this stuff, yeah. if you just rewind two, three, two years ago, you're like, what? That'll never happen, <laughs> you know? And lots of bad things happen that we can't pull back from that whole thing. But I, I think that there's something out there and it's a worthy cause. People just maybe need to get into it. Let me try to pull Babyface in here for, for a little bit. Uh, Patrick. Right. What mm -hmm. do you think? What would you be looking for in a platform like this to make you go over, move over from um, from looking at YouTube? What do you think you need? Um, uh, there's a lot that would go into it. Uh, good interface, good front end, good back end, reliability, mobile apps. Um, just a, a user base that's willing to a user base that's there, because that's the hardest thing is pulling eyes away from YouTube is really really difficult they they don't do everything great but they do things just well enough to keep people around and watching um you know what, what's funny is revenue would be like for a lot of people i think revenue would be a big part of it but for me revenue would be kind of the last thing because i don't the content that i make is stupid and it, it's i don't do it for money i do it because i just want to share interesting things uh like building guns and whatnot um but yeah having having good ui ux um, having people there to watch it, stuff yeah. like that. Well, that's what I'm trying to find out. I mean, I know you're not, you're not like I'm, I'm in it as a content creator. You're yeah. really in there as someone who consumes this and you're obviously yeah. a gun guy, but you're into a lot of stuff. So we have these two guys here that are trying to pioneer this thing right now. I thought it would be a good opportunity to find out what is it that people want. We've also got people in the chat. You guys could tell us, what do you want? What would make you spend some of your time like you know i don't know how much time people spend on the internet looking at videos what would it take to get you to spend half of your time on a different platform i you know the biggest thing for me one of the big things is a mobile app which is uh, it sounds like is one of the platforms has it already 
Um, and I think that's part of the reason why Full 30 never took off is their mobile scene was terrible and their their user interface was, was pretty bad. Um, plus a whole bunch of other stuff, a whole bunch of backend things that were a problem. But um, from a user standpoint, um, I don't know. Uh, I would have to sit down and look at it. Is YouTube functions currently. So when I go and watch content, it works. Um, but I, I think there are things that can definitely be improved upon. Okay. And, and what do you guys think about that? What do you, Austin, what do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I need to do is just go download it. <laughs> yeah. At least give, yeah, give, give the, give the app a, a try out there and it's not easy to get an app, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I would say about it is, um, he's saying all the things that, you know, we, we would expect him to say, he's saying all the things that we, we do consistently here. And, um, you know, it's, um, everything he's saying there there's an expectation set by a company youtube that is global you know has unlimited cash and unlimited programming capabilities yep and and that's that's the kind of quality that we endeavor to deliver to our content creators and to our viewers they, um, and we're an extreme disadvantage <laughs> They have, you know, what the craziest thing to me is they have unlimited potential, yet they seem to not give a crap about the user, the end user at all. Because um, I don't think anybody has ever asked for the bell notification and subscriptions to be changed, like all that stuff. Nobody's content creators don't want it, end users don't want it. Um, that's a, a real problem with YouTube is they just don't listen to anybody. They just decide this is what we have to do, and a lot of it's because they're beholden to. Uh, um, advertisers to some extent, um, but having a having a team that's willing to listen to the complaints of people and say, "Hey, this sucks," and then go, "Okay, we can fix that, and make it better." That's a big thing. Yeah, that's a great thing. Okay, and let me just do some housekeeping here because I kind of like said the wrong thing here. So Trump pardoned the Hammonds. Yeah. So he pardoned the Hammonds in this whole thing. Um, I think uh, Cliven Bundy was commenting on it. He he didn't he doesn't have to get pardoned, right? I think he. I would have to go back and see what happened with his particular thing, but Trump pardoned the Hammonds in the, in this uh, in this case, right? Yeah, and, um, and the Clive and Bundy thing is is a fantastic example of a great American. I mean, you know, the thing is about the media is they demonize the guy for one reason, and it's because he he doesn't walk the party line. This is a man who called upon his fellow Americans in order to stand up against a tyrannical government. Um, no matter how you look at it, whether the people are right or wrong, we're the people. And when we have to point our guns at, at the government, there's a problem with the government, not with the people. That's the way it works. They work for us, and they've forgotten that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this, I think this is the reason why... Um, this is the reason why Trump is in the White House, you know, That's and right. I think I think he understands that um, we're not all 100 percent happy with everything going on there. But I think people get it. There's some there's some really there's some things here happening more than just whatever feelings people have, like, oh, let's be happy. Open up everything to everyone and give everyone everything, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> uh, baby face was so, so uh, incredible about what you just said, too, is that. 
it goes to show you the power that these companies have, like Facebook, YouTube. And then you have to start to wonder, what is the real agenda? Because we all know that they turn away tons of revenue. I, mean, I know, I mean, exactly. I, I, I could have spent a lot more money on Facebook advertising, but they won't take our ads. Yeah. You know, so these are multinational global entities that have more power than you can shake a stick at. And they're not even trying to make money and they're killing it. They're the largest corporations on earth. And then you start to ask yourself, well, what the hell's really going on here? You know, because <laughs> it's right. exactly right. They don't provide good customer service. I mean, when we all grew up, it was all about customer service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm YouTube, sorry. Who, who are we YouTube, talking about? This YouTube, YouTube just, doesn't just provide doesn't, the good customer service. They don't Facebook, provide any customer service. I, uh, yeah, I understand. I understand uh, at some point that you can't listen to everybody, but YouTube just doesn't listen to anybody. I don't think they really care. I mean, just what it was a couple of weeks ago, they started testing. Um, what was it, Hank? They were testing the um, if they got rid of your thumbnails, thumbnails. created thumbnail on like point mm-hmm. three percent of the user base. Like that, that's directly screws with people. You can't, you can't go doing things like that. Yeah. And 0.3% of the people uh, of content Brilliant. creators is a lot of people. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that whole, the, the whole platform, the whole conglomerate, it's impossible to get, get a hold with them, get a response. Oh, yeah. from them. I mean, it's just a joke. It's, yeah, they, it is. It's, it's time for the, for somebody else to step into the market and uh, take a good pro- uh, portion of, of YouTube's revenue away. Yeah, um, it looks like uh, Brian stops for gas or something like that, or uh, somebody. He's, some, somebody. Like, our team is uh, hungry and you know. Oh, got to feed the people. Do you have to we, go? If you have to go, let us on, know. We don't want to. Yeah. We've been on the road for um, over a month. You know, we're, we're sleeping in uh, sweaty places. We're uncomfortable. Um, we're we're out promoting the Second Amendment, getting thrown in jail. It's fantastic, man. We love it every day. More you are more. you are not fucking around. Yeah, and hey, look, I want to invite you guys. We have created a calendar. I want to invite everybody, including Austin and everybody. We're good. We've pro- published a calendar that takes us through August. Feel free to fly down and join us for a day or two on the road and broadcast to your audience. You know, what's happening out here on the ground? Talk to these people, man. Tell your audience what you hear. <clears throat> the next thing we're going to do after this is turn toward the southern border, and we're going to traverse the southern border with the Bearcat and our off-roaders. We're going to get guns. We're going to do border protection. We're going to buy drugs. We're going to carry them over the border. We're going to bust up human trafficking. Um, you saw some, of, some of this you might not want to say. You might not want to telegraph some of this. Don't yeah, get that bear cat seized by the Mexican government, the federales. No, no, no. We have to we have to report the truth on the on the ground, man. Who is who's reporting from the border? We gotta help Donald Trump sell the wall because who's really down there telling the American people what's really going on? Nobody. Yeah. Okay. All right. I understand. So, I understand. Um, real quick, where can we? Where can you get a link to the um, the calendar? Yeah. Where can we find the calendar? It's on our Facebook page, Utah Gun Exchange uh, Facebook page. Cool. Uh, we just published it, I think, this morning. All right. I will go look and it, it up. And, and it goes Florida now. See, it's great for 
your audience and for growing your audience because everywhere we go there's media you know and you're getting you get a lot of attention okay cool and if you're in gainesville or something like that uh either one of you guys this goes to austin as well um or even anyone who's listening Gainesville is on uh gainesville is on the 30th i think yeah you gotta let us know then we will because both hank and i are both right here in gainesville Right. Okay. I hope I'm I hope I'm going to be back by then. But yeah, um, well, you know, this yes. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to these damn events every day and we need to get the word out to like the local gun shops in the area. You know, we need people to turn out with us, you know, to help promote the Second Amendment. Well, you know, look, these guys just have a run of the roost everywhere they go. They go into these communities and tell everybody how bad guns are and nobody's there to say otherwise. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing on the 16th? We're going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to be in an event in um, Leesburg on the 16th. And then after that, I'm getting on the road to do a road trip. What are you guys going to be doing on the 16th? Well, I'd have to look at our calendar and um, it's on our face. I can switch over and look at it, but then you'd you'd lose the connection. Okay. No. Okay. I understand. Let me know. What were you going to say, babyface? Um, There was a event on the second, it looks like free Utah concealed firearms permit. Oh yeah. Uh, so how did that go? How did uh, how did you guys handle that? Because I actually teach um, here in Florida. I teach a, a CCW class in Gainesville, and would be willing to offer time if you guys put it to help me put it together um, for when yeah. you're here. Well, so what we do in Utah in Utah, uh, if you have a concealed carry permit, you can carry a firearm in uh, in public schools, mm-hmm. K through 12, and all um, and all public universities. So. What we've done immediately following the Parkland incident is we came out and started offering free concealed carry training to anyone in the education system. Um, the three weeks following, or let's see, maybe it was four weeks following the Parkland incident, we hosted the single largest concealed carry firearms class in the state of Utah's history, and the audience was cons- comprised of 100% educators. So far in Utah, we've certified over 2,000 educators in the system to carry a firearm in the system. And we do that at no charge, and we run those classes every five weeks. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's great. We, we have a program, a school safety, security, and fortification program called EduCarry. That's a trademark term. And EduCarry is designed to enhance security and fortify security at the schools nationwide without doing anything crazy like installing you know metal detectors and crap like that it's a real solution and it's really happening in utah and it doesn't trample on anybody's constitutional rights okay very cool all right this this Uh, crap that they uh this crap they passed in florida about this whole you know, raising the, the age to buy a, a rifle from 18 to 21, man, that's an, that's a constitutional abomination, man. Yeah. Those are the people that we, that stormed the beaches in Normandy, man. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. are it's, it's our horrible. soldiers that they yeah. denied their constitutional rights. Yes. And it's uh single mothers and young people who are on their own, but independent. You could be on your own at eight, at 17, 18, 19, 20 years old and you're you're on your own. You got to take care of yourself. To me, yeah. those those are the most vulnerable people because um, you don't have a lot of money to live in, like the best part of the country or the best part of the city. 
Um, you're, you know, a lot of times when you're 18, you're barely scraping by if you're out of your parents' house. So super, super vulnerable. And now here in Florida, you're not allowed to have a firearm, which is it's outrageous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be at the big, um, we're going to be at the big pro gun rally on the 28th in Tallahassee with okay. the Bearcat and everything. We're collaborating with, um, the organizers of that event. That's the same day that the March for Our Lives is going to be in Tallahassee. So we got to have an overwhelming response from Florida gun owners. We'll be pulling out all the stops at Utah Gun Exchange to promote that down here. We'll be working with everybody we can. It's a gun advocate in the state of Florida to get a great turnout for that event in Tallahassee. And I want to send the message to Rick Scott, man. What? What? This is crazy. You can't do that. You got to reverse that law right this second. Uh, that is absurd. I mean, you're kicking these young soldiers, potential soldiers in the teeth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm, I'm not trying to switch subjects here. I just want to cover a bunch of things on whatever time we have. Um, I know that you didn't necessarily have a lot of time. So let us know, you know, Brian, let us know if you've got to go or whatever. We'll, you know, but if you could stay, that would be great though. So I don't know what's going on with your, if you've got time. Oh, we're, just, we're moving from, uh, the March for Our Lives event to uh, the, the next location near Kissimmee. Okay. All right, cool. So here's some things. Um, here's some feedback that I'm getting. I want both you and Austin, uh, Babyface, if you agree with any of this or disagree. Um, so we, we asked the question, what do you guys um, need? I see people saying that they want live streaming. Um, they want diversity of videos. They would like to watch more than just gun videos. Yeah, that, that a lot of people were yeah. saying that uh, – the one reason they felt that full 30 failed was because it was strictly gun content. Um, and a lot of people obviously want to see more than just that. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, listen, first of all, I'm on full 30. I'm not trying to beat up on anyone over there. <laughs> I see there's a bunch of, I'm not, I'm seriously not. I think we, as these guys said here in the beginning, we all need to somehow get together and make this thing happen because we're all going to go down. <laughs> we can yeah. go down separately or together, whichever one. I think that, um, one of the big things that, that I see people saying is that they want to be able to get feedback from these places, right? That's even a complaint with um, when you're talking about uh, like YouTube, right? That people you know, feel like they're not getting feedback. You know, the easiest thing that I've, I've, I'm an advocate for is um, you don't obviously, you don't need to respond to every single person every single time they send you an email, but having an updated Facebook or Twitter where it says, hey, this is what we're working on. Uh, this is our stretch goals in the next month. We want to release these new features um, or, you know, even even for downtime and things like that. YouTube goes down randomly. Facebook will go down and you don't have you don't have no idea why. Um, just letting people know, hey, you know, we're going to have downtime tonight from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. Updating servers, changing this, things like, like an that. Informational That's, page. Yeah. Just keeping people up to date is, is hugely beneficial than just being radio silent constantly. Yeah, I think you're making a really good point. I mean, more than just even, I think, a page. I think that you, in any business that you're doing, the customer is number one. That's why I was asking the question earlier, like what's really more important? The most important thing on that thing is the is the people viewing, the people watching these videos and listening to these videos. Those are the most important people. You want to talk to them directly, especially when you're building something. Yeah. Right. Better to have a thousand, ten thousand people, whatever that number scales to 
uh, of people that actually know what's going on and they're loyal to you because they un- they know and they understand what's happening than to just get like millions of people come in. You're not saying anything to them. And then they're like, yeah, well, forget these guys don't even know I exist. Yeah, so exactly. why should I know they exist? You know, so let me let's uh, let's get some feedback from these guys. Uh, Austin, what do you think about that? Oh, I think that's, you know, what Babyface said. That's uh, you know, some of those things we don't do. Obviously, we try to be as well connected as we can. We do try to answer every email, uh, but we, you know, something uh, transparency, I think absolutely is. I am 100 percent on board with that. I think it's the way things should be. I think it's the way business like this should run, um, you know, and that, you know, you what you just said is feedback for us and mm-hmm. what we do with that is important. So absolutely. I think that, you know, that's right on track. That's what's right yeah. On with what yeah. Okay. So let, and let's see, Brian, what do you think about that? I don't know if you got a chance to hear what's going on there. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, uh, just uh, taking in that comment, it makes a lot of sense to me to set up, you know, a, a um, an information page that talks about, you know, what we're trying to do, what we expect to do in the next month or two, the long-term goals, and then, you know, talk yeah, makes, about any challenges that are it, affecting us. I mean, the technology is really... Uh, I feel like it makes users feel users feel more connected with your service or product or whatever when they can see. Um, like for us, at Big Daddy Unlimited, we had, you know, when we first launched, we had a bunch of issues and, you know, constantly telling people, hey, look, we're working on it. And then when something's posted, hey, we just fixed this. Yeah. You complain about this. We have fixed it. Uh, I yeah. know it was a problem. It's now fixed. Yeah. And in, in a lot of cases, you were talking directly to those people. They were either yeah, calling I, you up directly. Or... I would try to. But when you get to a certain size, that becomes pretty much that, that really becomes impossible. Mm-hmm. That's why having uh, like a Twitter page is always been great for me in my mind um, from a user experience, being able to just go there and say, oh, look, this is, you know, this is their roadmap for what they're working on. This, there's like really good stuff on here coming out soon. This is awesome. Yeah. And I, and I think um, this is maybe like a little bit of a distraction, but kind of on the same page. Okay. I think you guys can also look back to the audience possibly as a way to help keep all of this going. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that you make them pay for it, right? Because you want people to get into it. But you can also give people an opportunity to help you fund this thing. Because, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I have no clue how much money you, got, you guys have to put into this. I don't think you have enough. And that's just right that's that. my professional <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, one hundred percent. But yes. you know, because we're we're not we're not trying to open up a brick and mortar local shop, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do something massive here, and and you know we can try as hard as we want, and we can spend as much money as we want, but you know that's that's true too. As we gain more viewers, as we get more support, you know we're we're working on hooking up a, a like a donations page right now. Um, like I said earlier on the call, you know, we're, we're looking towards investors and uh, really working on that monetization thing. Um, but absolutely, you know, the viewers, a way to support. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's 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 multiple ways that that we can go about that thing. So let's let's ask you guys maybe to give us feedback of what we all could do to help you both out. Like what would you, what would, if you, if you could talk to the people out there, you know, and ask them to do something to help you keep this going, what would you ask them? I would ask them to share the page 
amongst their like-minded friends. I mean, the easiest demographic to pick up is a like-minded demographic. And, and um, you know, you know what, what has value to investors is view counts. So view count on videos, that's what has value to investors. That's what has value to advertisers. They want to know how many people are looking at the web sites. And the, the way we get more people and more content is by, you know, sharing the word, asking people to, you know, share share movies that are on there and things of that nature with your friends. Um, and then, you know, and then in that sense, too, you know, um, these companies are looking for investors, you know, and and so, you know, it's just going to be a matter of networking and and um, talking to different people. Eventually, we're going to come across the right person who says, you know, I can't live without being a part of this and I'm willing to invest. And, you know, I think for for both Austin and I right now and our company, you know, we want to deliver these incredible um, technological, uh, you know, features, and um, the only way we're going to be able to do that is we got to we got to grow our viewership. We got to grow the value of these websites to investors. Big um, big thing for a user base to remember is we're all we're all just people, and you might feel like you're yelling at uh, if if you see something wrong. You might feel like you're just yelling at a robot, but there are people behind all these companies and things take time to change and to fix. Um, so if <laughs> if you feel frustrated with something, just know that there's probably somebody working on fixing it and it just takes a lot of time and money. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like our team, you know, uh, our team, we have, you know, five or so people working on them full time. We're, we're working on things. I think our, our website, we're working on some things that are a little different than Austin is working on. Um, and maybe, maybe not, you know, our, we have apps and, and we're having problems getting them approved on Apple. And, um, and then we've been working a lot on the streaming technology, you know, trying to break down that data into small bits and deliver it to mobile devices on very slow connections. You know, that's, that's the challenge. And, you know, pe people demand a a good viewing, non you know like um, buffering experience, and that's that's a great challenge. You know, and then there's the bandwidth. I mean, my hell, you know, you're talking terabytes of bandwidth that are being yeah. served here. You know, and and we're we're both on Amazon Web Services. You know, I mean. You know how much money they want to store these damn videos and serve them up? It's unbelievable. So, so, so I don't know if you guys want to get into this is, or this is one of those conversations that maybe there's some like uh, private information in there. But I think it, it might serve us well or serve the people out there well to know a little bit of the behind the scenes of how the sausage is getting made here. How are you guys doing this? What can you actually tell us about how you're doing it? Go ahead, Austin. Well, to, to follow up just real quick on that last subject, uh, you know, that if, if we're to kind of tell our content creator something or our viewers something, it's, Brian was spot on, you know, it's, if you can get behind what we're doing, we need your help, right? 
We need everybody's help. If you can't get behind what we're doing, if it's for a certain issue you have with the site or something you need or want to see, let us know. You know, there's, there's just two super easy steps that anyone can do. Um, you know, it doesn't break anyone's back to help us share the word. It doesn't break anyone's back to send me a quick message. If you send a message um, or if you go to our form and, and put something in there, I see every single one of those. So go ahead and do it if you know if you have some feedback or something that we can do better that that can help anyone get behind it. Um, anyway, so that's all I was going to say about that. Um, and then you wanted to know about like the the technical side of things, right? Yeah, as much as you can tell. I know there there might be some proprietary things here or some insider secrets you don't really want to let go. I know from my particular understanding, a lot of this is not super secret stuff, mm -hmm. but. You know, well, there's always something that you, you know, that, that everyone's doing different. So you don't have to tell us that just right. generally, how do you do it? So I, I have, I'm an entrepreneur, but I have a background in web development. Um, I work with some very talented people who are supporting me in this probably better than I could have asked for. Um, we have, you know, we have people you know, on the social side with, you know, someone on operations that's helping with all the contact, making sure that we get everyone's questions answered. But on the development side, we have a very strong working presence. And, you know, back to my main focus on the site, that's really important to me that we have that because, you know, you know like the live streaming, you know, there's a, a huge part of our user base that wants it, you know, that want it to work, that... You know, even if it's just to get the donations thing working through live streaming, we don't have that today. But the development team is a huge focus for me because we can we can get those things one at a time that I think all these users need to get comfortable on our service. So we're very focused on the development side of things. Uh, like like Brian said, we both run our you want to go AWS, Amazon, which is just not cheap. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we, right. hosting hosting a service, especially with major bandwidth like that, is is expensive. It's hard and it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. We we are. I mean, we and we we have certain times that we dedicate on our uh, sprints to, um, you know, help us out with other services. Maybe a service that we can save an extra half a penny mm -hmm. per gigabyte on this video streaming. You know, and we we set a time time to have phone calls with companies that can maybe help us out with that. We can save some money. We can take it put it elsewhere. Right. So, so that's kind of how we're operating right now. We're, we're not a huge team, but we are, we're very well focused and we are very, all of us are working day and night for this. So that's okay. one of the basics of how it's built right now. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so you're, you guys, for your servers, you're both going to Amazon, right? So who's in the game here for this thing? I know Google's in the game for sure. And I'm not just saying about YouTube. I know because I've seen them and talked to them at the broadcasting show that I go to every year. They're in the game of servers. Amazon's in the game. But I think there's a bunch of different people in the game. And if I'm not mistaken, there's even kind of a, like a virtual server things going out there, almost like Airbnb for servers. So am I wrong? You know, how does this work? Who else is in the game? They're, the Most of the big companies are, are running it. I think the second biggest versus, uh, past AWS is like Microsoft Azure. Azure. Yeah. Um, like, no matter what, it's expensive. It's all expensive. So server uh, 
hosting a web service of any kind just it adds up, especially streaming, because you you go through a ton of data. Yeah, terabytes and and, terabytes. and and he's right. And the bigger you get, the more expensive it gets. So, you know, you, you're you're kind of like you're chasing your tail trying to get all these viewers and all these content creators. And and then OPS, by the way, when you reward yourself with great success with a lot of viewers and content creators, then you get a larger bill. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, you know, great. you're getting all these viewers. <laughs> Amazon Web Services, as I understand it, they, uh, and I'm not an expert in that field like Austin is, but uh, I'm more of a marketing guy, but they, as I understand it, they have a, 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 a data distribution service. It's almost kind of built for this purpose right now, and it's brand new. And that's kind of one of the reasons why we're over there. Um, give you a little background just on, on, on the behind the scenes at our place. Um, we have, of course, our company existed prior to the launch of YouTube and we have other things going on too. We have about 20 employees at our place, but we have a team of about five or six developers and a chief technical officer right now. So the way that that system's set up on our side is we have my business partner, Sam Robinson, um, our chief technical officer reports to him and he sets the priority and the strategy. And then we have uh, various aspects associated with our web properties that we endeavor to improve upon. And I'd say about 90% of our technological expertise is dedicated to YouTube right now. So there's a variety of different things that are going on there, though, within that environment. One is, of course, we're trying to make sure that we deliver a seamless uh, viewing experience. That's streaming. That's a, that's a tough one. Another one is we're building out our, a proprietary uh, ad server, and that's able to accept um, advertisements electronically from the masses. Um, in our case, too, we have more than just huge tube, and so we want to make sure that our ad server will service all of our web properties as well. Um, we have our apps. Now, even though our apps were developed and ready to go like six weeks ago, they were looked at and said, well, we want to have some more bells and whistles. And so we have people working on those, you know, and, and so they kind of and then there's the priority list of priorities. So so then once you get done with the top, priority, Excuse me. Then you move mm. to the next one, you know, and and basically the list of uh, services that we need to, to deliver on. You know, just it gets larger all the time. It doesn't get smaller. So it's a matter of prioritizing uh, projects, prioritizing programming, prioritizing people. And, um, you know, like Austin said, I mean, it, there's just a lot of things happening. Um, and uh, it's it's hard to keep them all to juggle them all. Yeah. You know what? I don't want to get too deep and too technical for folks out there because I know some people might not want to get into that. I think uh, the thing I do want people to know is you can wish that something <laughs> that something existed, uh, which is fine. You know, that's like wishing you won the lottery. 
<laughs> you know, or you can act. And there's, I've got no problems with anyone winning the lottery or playing the lottery. What I think, though, most of the time, if you want something to exist, you have to play some part in it existing. So you either have to get out there and create it. You have to promote it. You have to take part in it. You know, there's there's all these different pieces that it takes to make it happen. And it can't just be a thing for us that we wish. Otherwise, I think we're going to wind up in a couple of years where we have no voice because that's pretty much what's happening. Uh, People like us are being segregated in society. You know, the only difference from. Yeah. To me, the only thing that difference that happened from what happened uh, back in in America's past is that it's not just um, a racial group of people. It's anyone who believes what we believe. You know, you know, I, I tell you something, guys, something that uh, I I've learned in the last couple of weeks is astonishing to me that when we went out, when we endeavored out on this journey, uh, I knew that our message and the way we we're doing it is loud and controversial. I felt like we would be safe because at the very least, our civil rights would be intact. That is not the case. And. In the Northeast, um, the attitude and the culture, the environment that they've created, the hostility that they've created toward gun owners and gun advocates in the Northeast is not unlike the hostility or the uncertainty that a black man would have felt in the South 200 years ago. Because what we're talking about is violations of your civil rights here. I mean, taking a person, you know, taking their property, throwing them in jail. I have no idea how we're, what kind of experience we're going to have with law enforcement, including and up to violating our civil rights and taking away our property. And then, you know, it, it just makes me feel like, wait, I'm not even really in the United States anymore. It's so hostile, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, do you, I mean, Lola's telling me that it looks like you need to eat. Do you guys need to go eat? I don't want to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got my group waiting for us. To, yeah, know, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to, you know, I don't want those guys to be out there hungry, man. We, we need to, because they don't, they could be in prison. I'm pretty sure when you were locked up in New York, they were giving you like some, uh, some, some really like four day old McDonald's or something. <laughs> They didn't give me anything. They wouldn't yeah. even give me water or the bathroom, man. I thought I was going to have to pee in the corner of the jail cell. Yeah, it's all torture tactics. <laughs> All right. So I don't want to I don't want to keep you guys. I know you guys need to go eat. And and um, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Both of you for both of you. You know, I, I think that um, I think Austin can stay, hopefully. But for both of you guys, we'll like do separate shows for you so, so you can come on, answer a whole bunch of questions about the platform. We'll take a look at your platforms and all that. I'd like to do whatever I could do. Maybe we'll talk privately about things. But I th- thought this would be a good opportunity before I leave and get on the road to have this conversation and at least start it and let people think about what's happening here. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, appreciate to, it. sorry um, to butt into your yeah. chat there, Brian. <laughs> yeah, fun time. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't mind joining with Austin at all. And, and I, I think it's great for your audience. And, and uh, you know, what, what we'd like, we'd, we'd be happy to join. You know, we're going to be here in Florida for at least until August, early August. Um, and uh, we're going to be doing these things, almost daily events with the March for Our Lives, man. It's just going to get crazier. Okay, cool. All right. So we'll definitely stay in touch with you guys, okay? Yes. Yeah. And we'll keep track of you. Uh, stay safe out there, man. All right. I'm going to hop off and I'll catch up with you guys later. All right. Thanks a lot, Brian. We appreciate Thank it. You. Okay. 
<laughs> right, man, that guy, he's living. <laughs> he's living on the edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I didn't realize it was like a whole bunch of people also living on the edge. They're like gypsies, like modern day gypsies out there. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. I know there's a whole bunch of different things going on here. I'm not even. Uh, let's see. Um, OK, I know that Lola gave me the question that like, can anyone stream on Gunstreamer? Yes. I think you uh, answered that, right? Yes. Anyone obviously have to own the content uh, or own the rights to the content. Right. Um, we, you know, we've had. Uh, one or two people who are just picking off videos from, you know, like hip-hop 45 <laughs> videos or whatever. What? <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a no-go. You, you have to own the the rights to the content. Uh, but yeah, anyone can upload. Um, you know, we we have had a few things that are off-gun topic. We have one uploader who does um, coffee reviews and beer reviews. I cool. Think. You know, and that's, that's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... I think that would be good, you know, to get some. There's so many things um, uh, in the in, on so far as alcohol, you know, there's cigar things, there's cars, motorcycles, uh, yeah, baby facing. YouTube doesn't want to be part of that any longer. I don't yeah. think they do. Um, you know what? I think they want certain things, and then other things they don't want, or they don't want certain people. And I think this is where they're creating an opportunity for people to jump in there. But you guys aren't. So what you're saying is that you're not like locking people into just doing that, right? No, we're not. We we we've, we've had some other ideas. Um, like you know, once we have the technology, a really great platform to kind of launch sites in parallel. Um, we don't really know quite how we're going to handle that from like a marketing perspective quite yet. Um, but we're not by any means saying if, if, you know, if you're going, if your video doesn't have a firearm in it, then it's out, <laughs> you know, we're not saying that just, okay. to be, just to be clear. Um, but you know, I think for us, there was a drive for us to, uh, in, in some way support the firearms community. Um, and that's sort of where, you know, where the name came from and the theme and, and that that's, that's kind of our main focus right now, but we're not saying go away. You know, if you don't have that, that type of, whatever your hobbies are, absolutely bring them to the table. If, you know, if you think that's what your viewers want to see, that's perfectly fine with me. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Patrick, I don't know if you have any other uh, things in there. Someone's asking me if I have any military guns, uh, like M1 Garand, 19383. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick has this. Yeah, so by by default, I have those. Hank, also. Hank basically asked. <laughs> you prepared me for the Gorn, then I guess. <laughs> yeah, do you have any handy? I got some stuff upstairs. I actually, I was uh, I was gonna comment, but I didn't make a comment yesterday when you were talking about your uh, twenty-two. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of my favorite things to shoot. You yeah, know, it's it's fun. It's cheap. It's mm -hmm. Compared, yeah, I, I've got a. Uh, I've got an SR-22. Um, Is that the Ruger pistol? It's a Ruger rifle. It's it's also labeled SR-22. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. And it's all metal, which I like. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's just a blast. It's just a lot of fun. Maybe I'll grab that real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I found out about that? I was showing it. I think I still have it here. That Defiance, that DMK-22 uh, with the LVOA, the, um, that's from Warsport, right? I was trying to remember the name mm -hmm. of the company. Warsport makes that handguard that goes on there. And I think Warsport went out of business. 
Oh, Wait, I didn't, what? you yeah, got a real one now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think war. I don't. Well, I think they're either changing it or they they want that war sport name to go. There's something weird happening with that, so that might not be. There was something I saw. Let me see if I could pull it up in the firearm blog or where did I see that? Um, that's a weird thing about. Uh, let's see, war war sport sport because I think they. Uh, where did I see this? Um, I'm trying to find this story. I'll keep looking for it, but I know I saw some kind of news story here about war sport. And I was like, Oh man, that's, that's, that's a pain. <laughs> right. So, um, so wait, wait, the, the defiance isn't that's still made by Chris Vector. So that's not defunct. The war. Sport. No, no, no. Chris, Chris is in business, but the company yeah. that makes that handguard. Oh, uh, Oh, you're talking the handguard. Yeah. Okay, so this is from Recoil Web right here. So the company that makes the handguard, let me see if I can get this open and show you guys. Wow. Is dead. I'll be right Zero back. Delta, go for it. Zero Delta is carving a new path from Recoil. Yeah, so there's a Recoil article about it. And for anyone who's trying to figure out, like, what the hell are we talking about? If you didn't see yesterday's show, this handguard right here with that cool little, like, uh, Pac-Man kind of, like, mouth cut into it is that's a LVOA some war sport makes that handguard. So you can get this on other um, rifles that are 223, 300 blackout. It looks uh, it looks like they were bought out by ZRO Delta. Right. Yeah. It's the new the new mother company for them. Yeah, and then I don't think they necessarily um, want the war sport brand itself to uh, keep going. <laughs> Probably that's not. What, yeah, that's what the um, that's what that recoil web article is about. So I guess that's a good thing, bad thing. I don't know. Eh, don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't, you, like that hang on that you don't like yeah, that hang on. No, okay. I think it's ugly. <laughs> right, there you go. It's way too heavy for what it is. <laughs> Never one to keep his own opinion to himself. <laughs> that's baby face. You know right? that thing, uh, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all? That's not me. Yeah, you never heard that hey, saying. Hank knows that that's, that's definitely not me. No, that's cool. That's cool. I'm not, I can't knock you for that. I, I, uh, <laughs> I value your opinion. So, so um, um, do you see what I picked up from the Fourth of July sales? No. What did you get? Oh man! So, I got I went deal shopping. Uh, my crank. Oh, I haven't shown off my crank. I got it painted. So this is nice and cerakoted black. Um, oh, cool. Where'd you get that painted? Did it myself. Went to oh, okay. went down to Tampa oh, okay. two weeks ago, and my dad's got a body shop, so he's got the sandblasting cabinet and paint booth and everything. So. Cerakoted it. Um, mm -hmm. But so I got a deal on this. This is called the master mount for the AKs. Um, I didn't typically you're, you know, on an AK, you have a side rail mount. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't want to drill and tap my AK because uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to keep the mount on it. So there's, there's a guy, a company that makes what's called the master mount and it uses, um, it uses the pinholes. Uh, let me get over this side. It uses your firing pinholes. Um, as the mounting screws so it goes all the way through holds your firing pin i'm sorry your firing pin your your trigger and hammer and mounts onto the side and then oh, last okay. week i picked up which i don't have the optic for it yet um this is from rs regulate it's a slide on mount basically made for the ak cool. yes yeah. those uh, guys make the best uh the best side mount. it's a super awesome mount it's super yeah. sturdy Problem is, I thought this mount would fit my optic. So I have a Vortex Razor Red Dot, 
I thought it was the same pattern as the RMR, so I bought the RMR upper. It doesn't fit. So uh, now, um, I need to, now I need to go buy an RMR somewhere. Yeah. Or sell this and buy an RMR. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You can't get a but, plate. You can't get a plate to change. No, it. I so okay. I'm sure I could make something if I went out to the middle. I could probably mill something and make it work. But I think my best bet is to buy myself an RMR. It gives me an excuse to buy it. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly where you're going with this. One. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really cool. I mean, it's super, super low profile. You can't even hardly see it on top of the gun. Um, and then putting an RMR on top would make it perfect. A little yeah. red dot would be great. So that's what I picked up last week over uh, over the holiday. Okay, very cool, very cool. Looks like Austin went and got some guns. Let's so see. this is the SR-22 rifle, Ruger uh, 10-22. It's – sorry, I haven't – I actually just went shooting it, so I haven't cleaned it out yet. But it's filthy. <laughs> it has uh, <clears throat> these banana clips also that are somewhat similar to the – I believe they're the Smith and Wesson uh, twenty-two, but they're that's, those. Are, that's the Ruger ten twenty-two. Yeah, the Ruger. Right? Yeah, Ruger. I think Ruger is the only one that has these. Yeah. So yeah, this is a twenty-five round. Yeah, those yeah. things are awesome. Which it yeah, it, it fired great, shot shot great, everything. This came with the collapsible stock. Um, like I said, it's all metal, so it's it feels good. <laughs> it's a blast to shoot. I tell you. I bought it from uh, Gallantons uh, downtown. Stand up, stand up people over there. So cool. it's cool looking. I've never seen the uh, the SR twenty two rifle. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah, you it's need a suppressor on that bad boy now. Seriously, you what's that? 22, you need a twenty two suppressor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with with, with the uh, with the Ruger ten twenty two, there's so many different builds that you can do. You know. Yeah. Um, lots of people build up their Ruger 1022s, but this one is coming all built like that from Ruger, the SR22. Right? Yeah, this this is the way it came built. I haven't um, modified anything yet. So, which okay. I think is really cool. I think, uh, I, I don't know if I should say the deal that I got it for. Um, oh. <laughs> how uh, much was it? <laughs> yeah. At this point, if you, you, you don't tease us. <laughs> yeah, you've already said it. Now you got to. Yeah. It was 350 that's a good price. Okay. That's yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking at picking up at some point. I just saw it the other day, and I want one now. Um, and one I showed you today, Hank, the mm-hmm. um, the 1022 takedown light model. Um, it yeah. is super awesome looking, and I don't have a 1022 at the moment. So right, also from Ruger. One. Yeah, because Ruger makes the best 22s. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so you've never had a um, a, a 1022 then. I had one and I sold it to buy the uh, Ruger American 22, which is the bolt action. But it was probably time for me to get another one. Put it in like, um, what's the backpacker stock from Magpool or something like that. Right. Um, That'd be where it just just kind of folds together. Be really cool. Mm -hmm. What are you you digging around back there for? I'm I'm, I'm pulling out one. So, no, I thought I had one here and I didn't. (laughs) That's what I was looking for. I was searching around. I thought I had a 1022 because I built up a bunch and we've done, we've built up some 1022s before. Yeah, I was looking for yeah, that I one. built a couple of them. Yeah, uh, I was looking for that one. And I've got another one that I'm actually going to build with ATI. There you um, go. Because ATI Outdoors has a Ruger 1022 stock. So one of those is in the works. And of course, I'm going to take that DMK and then uh, I'm going to put an integral suppressor in that. So. <laughs> 
You got you got to. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's the wave of the future. Yeah. Once you start going suppressed, you just want everything suppressed. At least yeah. I do. Yeah. Austin, do you have a suppressor yet? No. I want one though. It's yeah. Oh my you're god. In, you're in Utah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's still uh, there's still <laughs> Yeah, but all the companies are there, man. I think like go, half go, the go buy a Silencer Co. Yeah, yeah, go buy Silencer Co. We yeah. they were actually out to an event here in Utah recently, and it was pretty fun. Yeah, you no. gotta know some someone at, at Silencer Co. My experience with them has been really great. They've been a really good company. Um, can I? Can we switch to news real quick? Sure. What's up? Um, did you see that Defense Distributed is now what they go by? But um, Oh God! What's the guy's name? He was in the news a couple years ago for making the the plastic 380, like single shot 380, 3D printable. Do you remember okay. that? Yeah, the, yes. Um, they uh, so they they came out with that within the week. They were put out basically put out of business. They were running um, DefCon.com, um, and it was where they were hosting Cody. There it is. Yeah, somebody opt out of gun control. Cody something is it? Cody Phillips maybe. Um, either way, so they were hosting uh, a lot of content for 3D printing guns and stuff, and the uh, uh, U.S. Department of Defense, I think it was, came out against them and said, no, DEFCAD, there it is, Richard Hughes got me, DEFCAD.com, came out and said, you can't do that, uh, you're breaking ITAR regulations and all sorts of stuff. Cody Wilson, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. This week, they closed that lawsuit against the, the government and are reopening DEFCAD. So it's oh, cool. back up on the internet. and Okay, because it's not back up now. No, I don't think it is yet, but they have the, uh, already put out a statement today saying that they plan on bringing it all out. Okay. Yeah, these are the guys that made the uh, Ghost Gunner, the, the um, CNC machine that I have. Mm -hmm. The same company that made that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Which yeah. that thing is totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's no way we can talk about the news without talking about the kids in in um in Thailand. Those kids got out, right? Did you see the video of them going underwater and being rescued? No, I was looking at drawings of how they were doing it. Yeah. Talk about claustrophobia. That sounded like a nightmare to me. Yeah. I, I also saw that Elon Musk built a mini submarine. It's, took it all the way over there, but the people didn't use it. So Elon Musk is leaving it there for future. <laughs> <laughs> In case somebody else runs into a deeper and deeper into yeah. a, into a I, mine or whatever. Did he leave it yeah. outside of that exact cave? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Probably he's going to do something like that. It's like in a big glass box with a hammer that says, break this in case of getting your ass stuck. <laughs> In this cave, I'm glad that everyone got out of there. I still think that the the coach that took them down into these caves should be flogged. It's probably a I, I just, for an extra couple of hours. Yeah. When when the water starts rising, don't go deeper into the cave. Go the other direction and get out. <laughs> no, they had to. They had to. Because once they, once they got to that point, they couldn't. They would have to swim through it, and they had to uh, they had to teach these kids to swim to get out of yeah, there. Yeah, that was so. the other thing is they didn't. Most of them didn't know how to swim. I don't believe. Yeah, none of them. So they what they what they ended up doing for the kids that couldn't swim is basically they put them in like a little cocoon, like a body bag cocoon thing, zipped them into it, and then put a full face regulator mask on them, um, and then just kind of drug them through underwater. But it, the whole thing seemed like an absolute nightmare. I mean, being stuck in a cave sucks, 
but mm-hmm. being cocooned for whatever they said it takes like an hour to get out of the cave to to dive yeah. out yeah um yeah it's just oh. <laughs> i'm glad they got through it i think the coach should be flogged but i'm glad they got out of it yeah someone yeah. lost their life in this whole thing yeah one of the rescuers wasn't it yeah. So uh, Richard Hughes says, how long was it until they ran out of toilet paper? <laughs> they, uh, they never had toilet paper. Come yeah. on. <laughs> also, when you can't eat, I don't think you're doing shoes anyway. Also, if you got all that water, you could just wash your butt. I mean, <laughs> just, yeah, just just poop in the yeah. uh, in the water. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Bidet. Bidet. Do what, yeah. Do what the fishes do. Do what the fishes <laughs> right. do. But I, I am I am glad to see that those kids got out of there. Um, it's a little crazy with this whole Elon Musk thing. I think that Elon Musk is a little bit trying to like uh, to troll everyone out there. So this thing came up and he's like, wait, I'm Elon Musk. I'm going to solve this for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. It's just, yeah, they, I'm not they trying to kill his creativity, but that's kind of silly. They got it solved before, before he could build his little, his little thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there you go. Any Star Wars fans out there? This is totally um, sideways trivia. Billy D. Williams is going to be back in Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> I haven't seen the new ones. Yeah. The uh, first was good. I haven't seen the second yet. Yeah. So I know they did the Han Solo story. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously there was a um, uh, – what's what's Billy D. Williams' character again? The, uh, oh, man. Um Oh God! <laughs> Somebody's believe, gonna say it. I can't believe I'm forgetting Somebody right now. Um, quick, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, Donald Glover played his character in the movie, and I'm trying to think. Um, Lando, Lando, Lando Calrissian. Calrissian. Yep. Yeah, Lando Calrissian. So anyway, he'll be back to doing that. I don't know if any, you know, like uh, the the retirement home for Star Wars people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just drag them all. That at this point, this is a bad thing because you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's coming back and then they then then they're gonna kill him off in this story <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's going on i'm trying to see what other oh you want to do a watch check real quick i gotta show off sure okay show off. what okay. are you wearing today are you uh are you into watches austin i i actually just have a smart watch but i'm not wearing it right now <laughs> oh okay what smart watch it's a apple smart okay. watch. i right. had one and i loved it and then I broke it one day when I was out at the range and I haven't bought another one. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, I'm so mad. <laughs> so what so do you got, Patrick, uh, What am I wearing? I am here. Look, check that bad boy. Uh, you've seen that this. Like D1. The, like the this is the D1. Yeah, the, D- yeah the D1. D1 Milano. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit of a knockoff right there. It's a clone. You know, it's a, things it's a that are different. Yeah. Um, so D1 Milano. That's what I'm rocking. So, so I also have a clone. Um, I don't know if I've told the story before, but this is my new Tudor Submariner. Um, it's a snow Tudor Snowflake Submariner. Um, these, it's from uh, early '70s, so it's all everything's Rolex marked, Rolex band, Rolex crown, yeah. basically heard, a Rolex I, with a Tudor and an an Etta movement. Yeah, I heard you jacked this from Grandpappy oh. Face. Oh, for sure. So yeah, yeah. story on this watch. <laughs> Um, these days the snowflake submariners are super, super, super collectible, really, really collectible. Um, less than five years ago, they were going for 3,000, 3,500, which is still a lot of money for a watch, but, um, that's what they were going for. They're now up to about 75 to 8,000 because people decided they had to have the snowflake. Um, this is my 
this is my $50, my $50 tutor. Uh, somebody, we have a watch shop. My family has a watch shop back in Tampa. Somebody brought it into the shop to get it serviced. And the bill was 50 bucks. The service bill was $50. And the guy decided he didn't want to pay that and said, keep it. So my mom ended up covering the bill. This is like 35 years ago. Mom ended up covering the bill, took it home for my dad. And my dad, who at the time, you know, he owns a body shop and was like, no, nah, I'm not going to wear watches. I don't need a watch. So my grandfather took it. He's worn it a little bit. Um, and for the last probably close to 10 years, it's been sitting in a drawer, not being worn. Uh, so last weekend when I was in Tampa, I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to take that with me and wear it, if you don't mind. <laughs> so yeah. he, it has not officially been given to me. I keep telling him that it would make for a great wedding present next year. Uh, but he's letting me wear it for <laughs> now. Just going, poor grandpa baby face. Uh, that's right. I have a bunch of his other – no, I have one of his other watches here that uh, he – Never. I don't think he even knows I have it. <laughs> I see. That's how. That's how you're getting down. Do you have any guns like this that came from your grandpa? He, like this is a nice gun. I don't think you need this one. I him guns. Um, he had a uh, one year for Christmas a while ago. Um, I bought him a um, a Mosin Nagant. Um, because I said it was one of those deals where they were running. They were like eighty nine bucks a piece. So I bought two and I gave one of them I kept and the other I gave to him. And it turned out that it was his birth year. It was in 1937, Mosin So that was his Christmas present. But oh, cool. yeah, I, I'm the one that gives him guns. I gave him a Beretta 82 FS or whatever, the G or 85 FS, the 380. So he's, he's doing all right on guns. <laughs> yeah. I don't just steal from him. I give him things in return. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, so let me see here. Whatever time we have left, we should should we maybe have a little bit of conversation while we're on the new subject of uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Trump's uh, pick for Supreme Court. I got something interesting there. Um, if so, have you seen the StopKavanaugh.com that's no. being pushed by by left media? No. What so there's a website StopKavanaugh.com. Pretty basic. It's to try to push the the narrative that we should stop Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, somebody did a who is, do you know what, who is mm -hmm. from ICANN? Somebody did a who is of that website and oh. it turns out it was bought like three weeks ago. Soros. Yeah. It was purchased three weeks ago. Obviously they, they, the name is private, <laughs> so they don't know who purchased it, but you can do a search for any of the potential, uh, picks that president Trump was looking at. And there's a stop their last name.com. Because mm -hmm. um, they went and just bought all the domains like three weeks ago in preparation for him to announce it, and then they would bring whichever one live. Yeah. So it's like the media is trying to portray this as like some grassroots movement, people showing up to to protest Kavanaugh. Turns out they purchased the website and prepared for it like three weeks ago. Yeah, this this is how <laughs> politics goes. Um, and you know you're a baller when someone creates a stop anything. Like we need Seriously. a stop. We need a stophankstrange.com. Stopbabyface.com. <laughs> Hold on a second. Austin's like, wait a second. <laughs> there was also another interesting one that came out. Um, this one I saw on the Donald today. Let's see if I can find it. There was some group that came out, uh, obviously against Kavanaugh. Um, and they, they, they had, um, I don't know if it was a tweet or part of their website, but, um, it was like president Trump's pick XX is the worst for the, these certain reasons. And every place that there should have been the, the person's name, it was like 
just an XX where they could basically fill it in when the person mm-hmm. got picked. So again, yeah, they had like this play. whole thing like planned out, <laughs> and they were just gonna insert name here, sort of thing. Yeah, that's how these guys get down. So, what do we actually know about Austin? Do you have any opinion on this? Are you able? I mean, I know you're a crazy building uh, platform and everything. Building. I, I don't actually know him that well. Um, I read up on a few things that he did years ago. I mean, I guess it's you know, really, it it just depends on how he acts. You know, he could change on a number of these things. You know, he could change on how well he supports the second. He could change. I don't know. I don't know him that well, honestly. I just have I've read a few things here this last week. So, yeah, I think we will come out. The biggest thing I want to know is where he's at with guns and stuff like that. Uh, it looks like he was born in D.C., grew up in Maryland. There you go. You know, um, all good stuff. Yeah, um, he was. I, he was. He was supportive of. I can't remember where he was, but they were basically trying to pick apart certain types of firearms. You know. And, and he was sort of the one naysayer that was like, you can't just decide that this is considered, you know, yeah. or whatever. You know? And then, and that's basically all I know about what he's done on that front. But yeah. Um, I see something here. This is, this is a, says, um, um, Kavanaugh was, the, uh, led the investigation into the suicide of Clinton aide Vince Foster. <laughs> He uh, the that's interesting. The back of the head suicide. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> um, another little interesting tidbit that I just saw here. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, where did that go? Um, okay, so his uh, his father was president of the Cosmetic Toiletry and Fragrance Association. Twenty years. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. That now people don't know this. People don't know this, but the uh, Cosmetic Toiletry and Fragrance Association is basically the nom de plume for the Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just channeling my Alex Jones. That's exactly it. (laughs) They want to kill us with the fragrances in the toilet. There's a Stargate in the toilet. That's how we die. That's how they get you. They're getting you with the Fragrance Association. They just call it fragrance. It's code. It's code. Whoever's doing it, you got to hurry up and buy StopHankStrange.com quickly before you get out of control. I'm sure one of your listeners already has. Do you? Okay. Do you guys ever listen to Alex Jones? Because he cracks yes. me up. Yeah. He entertains me because he's he's out there. He's yeah. too out there for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy a little bit of Alex Jones in my life. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> movie that he did. Uh, which movie? It's a. Uh, I can't remember if the actual title of it had Barack in it. It was it was all about uh, Barack and you know, some, it was a union conspiracy. Uh, someone yeah. maybe someone knows in the chat. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alex Jones movie. Yeah. Um, Alex Jones. I don't know. He just keeps me entertained. The Obama deception. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and here's the thing. I think Alex Jones is a lot like um, when I was, a, you know, when I was younger, my mom used to read like all those uh, those tabloid papers that you get in the supermarket, like uh, Inquirer, and, you know, the Sun. All those things are like uh, Michael Jackson has alien babies, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But every now and then a story in those things was true. I mean, uh, you know, clocks right twice a day, isn't it? That's what the saying is. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, you throw enough crap out there, eventually something's going to stick. There's some true things. I think Alex Jones is the same thing. There's some things he's talking about that is 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we just think, oh. The vampires. Yeah, there's there's things. I think there's there's uh there's things going on out there. Yeah, I know right now he's he's like coming down on Joe Rogan or whatever. You know. Yeah, so whatever happened there, right? Because the two of them are friends, from what yeah, I've heard. I th- yeah, I think they're still friends, but you know, um I think uh, Alex Jones says that Joe Rogan is being co-opted by the alien overlords. <laughs> so you know, um and he could it could be true. I don't know. Might be true. Might be true. It might be the aliens might be who's behind the stop movement, the stop this.com, stop that.com. So <laughs> they bought it from from the space, the station on the moon. The yeah. Inside so, of the moon. Yeah. Wheel says, um, I must say I'm not much of a fan of the fact Kavanaugh is okay with the NFA because it's history and tradition. Yeah, there shouldn't be no freaking history or tradition with the NFA. So <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. But but you know what? Listen, he's a younger guy. If uh, he's conservative, if he's uh, constitutional and he gets on there, we slow down some shit. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to tell you, every time Trump nominates one of these guys and they get into the Supreme Court, I go, OK, <laughs> makes it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm ready for so. the uh, I'm ready for the questions from Congress. Because uh, when what's his name? The last one that went through um, when he was sitting in front of Congress and being questioned, he was he played it really well. They kept asking him for his opinion. And he's like, I, I don't <laughs> I have no opinion on that. It's the law. Is it the law? Then it's the law. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think about all those things? I think those people don't realize that maybe back in the 80s or 90s or something like that, people gave a shit about them grandstanding. Mm-hmm. And using that like to get airtime and get nice sound bites. Nobody looks at that crap now. No. Nope. You know, mm-hmm. just stop the nonsense, but whatever. We're not gonna do it. Okay. So listen, we're over nine, but what I want to do is give uh, Austin a chance here to give us the pitch once again for Gunstreamer in mm-hmm. uh, whatever time we have going here. You know, give us the pitch one more time for people joining in now. Tell us about it. Okay, yeah, so for those who haven't heard about it uh, earlier on the video or just joined, uh, Gunstreamer, it's a video sharing platform. Anyone can post. Um, we're, you know, we've, we've tried to develop somewhat of a YouTube, YouTube-esque kind of field uh, so that people can be familiar with it, comfortable with it, that sort of thing. We have apps. We have an iPhone app. We have an Android app. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, and we're here, you know, we're here. You can let us know. You can, as I said, on the contact form, you're reaching me when you send those messages. Um, and we have a lot of good content creators out there. We have a lot of good content creators here on listening to the chat right now. Um, you know, and thank all of you for your support and, uh, thank all the viewers for the support. I mean, we've had a, we've had a phenomenal few months here, uh, and we're just kind of snowballing out of control, but, we're going to be here and we're going to be fighting every single day for this platform. We're going to be fighting for our rights. This is the time for us in our minds. So, you know, that's who we are and that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, what is the name of that stuff that all those guys are drinking in Silicon Valley? Is it Soylent? <laughs> Soylent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're ready with that, man, because you're going to, you're, you're basically going to have to just do an IV of that. Yeah. 
We'll get we'll get lots of it for them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just run it in. But you know, we appreciate you coming on. We we also appreciate uh, Brian coming on from YouTube because I think it was a good opportunity here. Uh, we were originally supposed to have him on, then we weren't sure what was happening. Did he get arrested? You know, did he get arrested again? What's going on there? We got him on. We got you on. I think it was a good conversation. Um, I would definitely like to have you come back and even have uh, Brian come back maybe separately so we can get more in depth. Yeah, people find out about these things. I encourage people to go out there, check you out. You've got the apps, download the app, see who's on there. Uh, Lola and I right now are talking about all this stuff. So at some point here, we're probably going to get involved in some of this and do something from our point of view, because I think everyone has to get involved somehow, at least just like dip your toe in. <laughs> see how <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least get in there a little bit, see how it is. Um, Otherwise, the next time around, I think one of these days we're going to run into this wall where YouTube deletes people and don't give them their channel back. <laughs> yeah, it's it will happen sooner or later, probably yeah. sooner. than. Yeah, I think we're coming to that. I think the reason all of these things we all of these things we were just talking about have a lot to do with why we don't see that yet. Because Trump is president, because he's putting people in the Supreme Court, because Republicans are are kind of running things at this point, they don't want to do that just wholesale delete people's channels and then get brought up where they go, "Hey, maybe you guys should be a utility." Mhm. Mm you know, they don't want that kind of stuff. But if we all don't pay attention and the, and then when the pendulum in, like inevitably swings back the other way and you get someone like Hillary Clinton in the White House, you know, they're going to do that. And I don't think we should wait till then. I think we should start working on these things and building it and working together and letting things have a chance in the ecosystem to grow or die or get stronger or change you know, and, and have something evolve and develop into what we really need so that we don't have to keep going through this stuff. Absolutely. 100. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. So the people just go to gunstreamer.com, right? Yeah. You can go to gunstreamer.com. Um, you can go to uh, gunstreamer.com on the mobile. Uh, the website is really well worked out. It works really well on mobile, but go download the apps, give us some feedback, let us know what you think. Um, you know, we, we will, uh, we will definitely be letting you guys know when we release stuff, we'll have it out all on social media. Um, you know, so just come check us out and see what you think. Uh, if you can help, help spread the word, you know, help us with this in any way you can. Um, but yeah, download the app, check out the website. Just let me know what you think. Awesome. Thanks a lot for coming on, man. Um, okay. Babyface, do you have anything you want people to know about before we get out of here? Uh, not really. Um, go check out Big Daddy Unlimited. Um, yes, it, 99 cents for the first month. Yeah, first month's 99 cents. It pays my bills. So <laughs> just know that. <laughs> yes, you got to keep Babyface in a job. That's right. I need to buy more guns and ammo. So you, you, somebody's got to pay for that. Yeah, but it is. Listen, it's a good deal. 99 cents. If you if you're on the fence, it's just 99 cents. Spend that. Get in there. Try it out. You know, see what you think about it. Yeah. Um, there's a link in the description for anyone some, who's interested. We have some cool changes that were pushed out today. So uh, if anybody is interested in buying SIG, Polymer 80, or uh, Daniel Defense, and there's a couple others in there, um, we push out an update today with those products. And uh, if, you're, if you're looking at buying one of those, you'll understand if you've looked at it before. That's 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 my pitch. <laughs>
the tank hangs silent. Did we lose him? Oh, he, we might have. <laughs> I was like, man, he's just silent for the longest time. <laughs> I bet the internet went out there. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Oh, safety harbor fire. Oh, oh, wait, there he is. There he is. He's back. <laughs> nope. Who, who's back? You you were gone for a while. Oh, what? I wasn't there? No, you just disappeared. You were just perfectly silent. Oh. What? Okay, okay, now you're back. Last thing I said was go check out Big Daddy Unlimited. Take it oh. away, Hank. Okay, no, I, I thought you guys were hearing me. I was saying tomorrow we have Mike from ATI Outdoors coming on. We just did a video with him shooting Sten Gun with Safety Harbor Firearms, so you guys check that out. He'll be on tomorrow to talk about ATI Outdoors and a bunch of other stuff we have going on. I will get off of this before anything gets worse. Um, thanks a lot to uh, ATI Outdoors, of course, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather. And, of course, this dude right there, GunStreamer.com. You guys go check it out. Get up on there. Get your accounts. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for jumping in here at the last minute, man. We appreciate it. All right. All right, guys, we're out of there. Uh, stay right there, Austin. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.